This podcast is for people who are serious about improving their listening. It's for people who like listening to podcasts. I have one suggestion to you and three examples coming up after the intro. You are listening to Living in English 365 by Paradigm English. Welcome to episode 72, Better Listening with Podcasts. Which three podcasts are the best? Paradigm English. Well, hello, hello, podcast listeners. I am Ashley Roan, your English coach from Paradigm English. I'm super pumped that you're here. Thank you for being here and thank you for showing up for yourself. It will make the difference to making bigger changes in your life. Listen, today, as you heard in the intro, I'm going to give you a suggestion and three examples on how to improve your listening with podcasts. Obviously, I think my podcast is indeed the best, <laughs> but I understand that um, you have to do what you have to do to learn what you're trying to learn and accomplish your goals, which if you still didn't make that goal, I'm not happy with you. Make your goal. Go back to episode 68 and learn how to make a goal. And if you still just can't get it, listen to episode 50 because it will still help you make that goal. Make that goal and stick to it. You want to improve your listening in English in general, right? Continue listening to this podcast. Like I said, you've already made a strong decision there. Next, take this decision. Listen to public radio. I know. I love public radio. Don't you love it? I love the suggestion. It's fantastic. <laughs> Um, public radio is fantastic and it's, it's everywhere. It's public. In the United States, we have a ton of different ones, but it's not just us. Canada has their own. Ireland has their own. The UK in general has their own. South Africa. Choose. Mix it up. There are so many different options for you to choose from. You don't have to stick with just one. You don't have to stick to just my podcast. But to help you with your decision and to help you, because I'm your coach, I'm going to give you a couple and um, three strong choices to choose from. Number one, NPR. NPR stands for National Public Radio. It's information for the public. It's public funded. So the government's not giving it, it's not giving any money. It's also a nonprofit. They are so cool. Um, they have like global and national news as well. Sometimes they have local news because it goes through local stations. So for example, um, in Oklahoma City, I have one in um, the university that I, I did my degree at. And there's another one at another university, the second largest university in the state. Um, they both kind of have it and they're not in the same area. So, you know, sometimes the radio broadcast doesn't reach that far, but this one does. They have investigative journalism, interviews, they have arts and issues and books, politics, music, anything that you want, NPR has. It's been around forever. So why is it good? First of all, there are no, there's no fake news. There's no, there's no fake news. It's good reporting. If you really like a good news for you, I know some of you out there are news junkies. <laughs> so you love listening to the news, consuming the news. 
And it's a good addition if you're listening to um, kind of uh, some of the daily news podcasts. It's good to have that repetition. This podcast, the NPR podcasts, it's not just one. There are many. I'll give you one of the suggestions from there as well. It's kind of a suggestion from them. So they have good reporting. It's interesting. And um, they have diverse shows as well. So it has something for everybody. But it is a little bit left of center. So it's a little liberal. If you're super conservative, you will hate National Public Radio. I'm sorry, you're not going to love it. But that doesn't mean you can't learn something from it. If you're just practicing your English, practice. So again, it's been around forever. And um, they just have a lot of shows and interesting um, series. So if you want to improve your English with this, like I said, it's authentic. It's not made for people learning English. So you listen to real conversations. You listen to people, how they really talk. Um, and, and, and you learn something about the culture as well. I think it's probably better for intermediate to advanced students. But if you're a beginner, that's not a problem um, because there are a variety of ways that people speak. So they have different accents, um, people who speak clearly and those who don't. They also have transcripts. So um, you can access it anywhere at any time. And it's locally broadcast. So if you're in Oklahoma or, or in Texas or you're traveling to New York City, you won't ever have to miss your broadcast. Check out number three on this list just to see one of many of the examples I could give you. Actually, this list could go on forever, but we're going to stick there. Number two, VOA. Listen, I know you guys already know Voice of America. That's what VOA stands for. It's an international broadcast, but it's good because it's available in so many languages. I think I read recently that it's um, available in more than 40 languages. So, you know, if you speak one of the smaller languages in this world, um, or if you, you know, don't speak just that one language, you will be able to access this in any, any language that you know or that you're interested in. So it's been around forever, like forever. It's been around before even my parents were born. You know, there are some articles written, and obviously it's radio because it's a radio. So you can have, um, I'm pretty sure they have things on YouTube. Their website is massive. It's so big. But they also have video excerpts in uh, TV. It's made for TV as well. So they have radio, TV, and digital. The cool thing is that it's not, um, there's no U.S. government official that can interfere in VOA's reporting. They call it a firewall as a, as, a, as a firewall, they can't interfere. So if you, you know, are from a place where government is continuously interfering and stopping broadcasting VOA, um, the U.S. government can't actually prevent it from doing its job. Also, I think I would say they're bipartisan. So they're very neutral on their reporting, which is fantastic, especially in this day and age of fake news. It also has an international and global perspective, as you well know, and it has, you know, news and sports and immigration and culture, but it will improve your English. How? It has any level of English available, first of all, and it exposes you to topics, people and perspectives that you like, generally generally wouldn't know anything about or do anything um, with or have like exposure to. So that's really cool. And you can challenge yourself by listening to more difficult programs um, that have like fast speaking native and advanced users from 
a different culture, for example. I, I found their shows to be, it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, they, they, they have something for all ages. It's not just uh, something for younger kids. Finally, on our list, number three is Sci-Fry. This is an NPR original that started in 1991, but it's not operated by NPR now. It's operated by WNYC. Yes, New York City. And um, the name is fun. It means Science Friday. And as you suspect, it is on the radio. And it's, you know, it has a podcast as well <laughs> on Fridays. Um, it's about science. Yay. So like brain and energy, astronomy, arts, culture, history, math, food, nature, biology, which I hate, but you know, whatever. And the list goes on and on and on. So why is it good? I think it's entertaining and it's informational. There's no need to be bored when you're learning. Find something fun. Um, also, it's super old. Like it's been around since 1991. So you will always have something to listen to and learn from. You could just die before you finish listening to all of this stuff. Um, they also have articles for reading or you can listen, which I think you can also watch it too. But it has something like if you don't feel like listening, well, now you can watch. This will improve your English, though, because it's interesting and not boring. You're going to want to like listen to it or watch if you like science, are studying um, science, or you work in the sciences, obviously this one's for you. And if you're, you know, want some more exposure to different parts of English that you just never are exposed to, maybe for IELTS, for example, this is a good thing to try. Also, it's going to increase your vocabulary. Um, scientific and mathematical words you don't usually hear unless you are in that field. So. I think it's a great way to, to add to your vocabulary. These are native speakers and they're talking at like a regular pace. Did I mention it's not boring? <laughs> Which one is your favorite on this list? Also, don't forget that my um, Facebook group is now open. Go ahead and join me over there at Living in English 365. I'm Ashley Roan from Paradigm English. See you next time. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for listening to the Living in English 365 podcast. Be sure to check the description below for all resources and links. And don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share this with your friends. Paradigm English.